0: Welcome back, friends and listeners. Tonight, we do not begin our story with the Belfords, but rather with more mundane heroes. But heroes nonetheless. The local police department. We got an 1185 at 2345 Cross Street. We are in pursuit. Repeat, we are in pursuit. A dangerous but heretofore mundane criminal is about to have his career come to an abrupt end. Or is he? Damn cops. Shot me in the back. Dimitri, Dimitri, a thief and murderer, has been cornered at an apartment store. Police surround the criminal. He is, from all sides, trapped. He flings himself against a stack of books and miniature figurines. Always hated cops. It seems it's time to chalk up another criminal laid low by the police. Perhaps if he had chosen another career. Dying off top of toys. All that time as a kid, I should have played with more toys instead. Yes, maybe if his period of innocence had been longer or if there had been some other healthy outlet for his aggression rather than- Basements and behemoths? I used to love that game. Oh, I see where this is going. Damn it. I was the best Demon Conjurer. I still remember the spells. Oh shit, there it is. <laughs> bad this stuff isn't for real i have everything i need for this spell right here i have a facsimile oh this is going to be bad a knife with a dead man's blood blood of a dying man and the coin of the realm hell i wonder if i got that spell slots for this well probably i i really can't see where else this could be going besides i can almost remember how to read elvish Here we go! Oh my god! It's working! It's working! I AM IMMORTAL! When the police arrive, dear listeners, they find the body of Dead Man. A pool of blood with a cold body in the center. Various toys and books scattered around him. Ruined. What a mess. Now, this toy store management, filled with the best of intentions, decide to send the toys and gifts that were damaged, but still good enough to play with, though not to sell, to a small orphanage on the far side of town. And that is where Alice and Asmodeus come in. What? This is where the story begins. Are you trying something? Asmodeus the vampire, vicious and cruel, is the guard dog for Alice Belford, the young, powerful woman driving the hearse. What are you doing? Is
1: voice guy acting weird?
0: He is. (sighs) Despite their fourth wall breaking behavior, listeners be assured of their position and ability to fight the horrible monsters that plague our world. I think he's explaining the show like this is a pilot or something.
1: A pilot?
2: Don't worry about it. They are on their way. Stop yelling.
1: You stop yelling. Shut up. You
2: shut up. Not you, him. Shut up. Don't tell me what to do.
1: I command you to shut up. Wait, did you seriously have to shut up?
0: (laughs) Oh my god.
1: Oh my god!
0: Listeners, I was just trying something new. I I thought a more hands-off approach would help, but (laughs) I'm shocked. I don't know how, but... Oh, Alice, you are amazing.
1: I can actually command you to shut up! Why didn't I ever think of this? Because I'm stupid, right? You're stupid. Stop making that face!
0: This could work. Oh yeah, this is fine. Sure. So, they're on their way to a small orphanage where there has been a rash of items going missing. Alice and Asmodeus continue driving there. They should be there in another three hours. Three silent hours.
1: I guess I'll listen to the radio. Really?
0: Really? Let's jump ahead. A few hours later, Alice and her now silenced vampire arrive at the orphanage.
2: Hello, I'm Mr. Jameson. Please call me by that name, as we do not have a personal relationship, merely a professional one.
1: Oh, okay. Hello, you can call me Alice. That's fine. Or I guess, Miss Belford?
2: Please don't slouch, Miss Belford. You have been asked here to investigate sightings of a ghost, which is absurd. There is no such thing. However, a former student of our institution has offered to pay for your services. And the donation is piggybacked on her usual donation.
0: With all due respect, sir, ghosts are real.
2: Do not mumble
0: right this way. The condescending and shorter-than-you'd-expect head of Grappleson's Home for Children with Need. This place has a weird name.
1: That must be made up. Oh, Esmodius, did you want to point that out? It really looks like you wanted to say something about that. Esmodius.
2: It is rude enough that you have not introduced yourself. Please do not knock things off the wall. That picture frame was expensive, and you will be billed for it.
1: Asmodeus, behave! Oh, fuck you too.
0: Language. In case you're wondering, yes, Asmodeus flipped Alice off.
1: I command you to behave!
2: That was quite expensive. Damn it! Language.
0: So, that doesn't seem to work. This command thing is more complicated than it seems.
1: Can you stop being a jerk? Stop shaking your head! I said stop!
2: Miss Belford, Mr. Asmodeus, apparently. This is little Maria. Introduce yourself in a concise and respectful manner. Hello,
3: my name is Maria Stern. My parents are dead, but I have a doll. Her name is also Maria.
1: Hello, I'm Alice. Have you seen a ghost somewhere around here, Maria?
2: Of course not. Ghosts are balderdash and rubbish.
1: I think we can allow
3: her to answer for herself. I have not seen a ghost, as I do not believe in ghosts. I am not
1: a child.
0: Well, I'm convinced.
1: Well, what are we doing here?
0: Wasting
2: my time, but the money of another.
0: With a grand flourish, Asmodius gets on one knee in front of the child. He has a warm, almost certainly false smile. He waves to the girl, then holds his hand out to the doll.
3: Her name is Maria, too. She's a baby Maria doll. She... She saw a
0: ghost. Asmodeus puts on a totally fake look of concern. This poor naive child.
3: She was really scared. She told me to say there was a ghost running around in the playroom. After lights out? When those silver cups were taken.
2: Several silver trophies from my office went missing a number of days ago. They were found in the playroom. Maria, or perhaps another child, likely moved them there.
1: Can you show us?
0: The small child takes Asmodeus by the hand and leads them through the building. I bet you're pleased with yourself getting a kid to like you. I know better. I know you're a horrible monster. It's nice to see you being
1: nice for once, Asmodeus.
0: Oh, stop looking hurt. No one is falling for it.
3: It's okay, mister. I think you're nice. Now I feel like a jerk.
0: The playroom was only vaguely welcoming. An old, worn but colorful rug laid out in the center... Various wardrobes and plastic bins of toys ring the room along the walls. The far wall makes up a small library of children's books, ratty and well-loved. Alice goes about the room, looking for signs of a ghost. Where were the trophies?
2: Just there, in that blue toy chest.
0: Alice begins going through the toys, looking for anything out of place, as Asmodeus and little Maria go through the books.
3: That's my favorite. Do you want to read it to me?
0: Ugh, you... Asmodeus looks sad again, pointing at his throat and gesturing to Alice.
3: Oh, did the mean lady jinx you? If I knew your name, I'd say it. Can I read it to you?
0: Asmodeus smiles and nods with an all-too-convincing sincerity. As little Maria begins reading, Alice walks up and awkwardly motions for Asmodeus to follow her.
1: Asmodeus, I need you to smell around for signs of the goat. He didn't. Don't shush me! We are here to do a job. You're really mean, lady. He's the jerk! Stop yelling at me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Asmodeus, please look for signs
0: of a ghost. Asmodeus shrugs and makes a circle of the room. He walks along the wall slowly. He closes his eyes and nods with a display of sage-like wisdom as he places a hand against the wall. Do you sense something? He shakes his head. Real helpful.
1: So helpful. Mr. Jameson, when does the ghost...
2: There is no such thing as ghost.
1: When do people say they see a ghost? At night.
2: The false sightings have all been shortly after midnight on this floor.
1: We'll have to be here the next time it appears. Is it all right if we spend the night?
2: It does not matter to me. This building is mostly classrooms and administration. You will not be permitted in the sleeping quarters, of course.
0: Of course. The duo spend the night quietly waiting all night long in the playroom. The only way they can be sure of the event is to witness it firsthand. as they have no choice but to wait it out. Alice is leaning on one elbow in a sleeping bag, as Osmodius stands staring out a window. The room is cool, but not supernaturally so. The evening passes, slowly.
1: So you really didn't sense anything? No answer? I should have thought of this years ago. It's so nice to not have to hear your stupid voice saying something snarky every minute. Either to me or that voice guy in your head.
0: You know, it is a stab to the heart, listeners, every time someone suggests that I exist only in that vampire's head. And I can't believe
1: how you were with that little kid. Knowing you, you've got some slimy long-term plan about her. You're disgusting. And you're childish, just staring out a window like you aren't bothered at all. I know you're screaming in your head. I'm bored. I'm bored. God, you're such a stupid baby. I'm going to sleep. Wake me up when the ghost shows up.
0: The night passes, slowly, and Alice awakes to find Asmodeus seemingly hasn't left the spot he was in when she fell asleep. Strewn around the room in a neat little circle around her are the various toys from the chests around the room. Asmodeus!
2: Miss Belford.
0: Standing in the doorway of the playroom is a clearly perturbed Mr. Jameson. His arms folded and his brow dark.
2: I hope I did not ruin your sleep, but it seems we have a problem.
0: He was supposed to wake me. In response, Asmodeus hands Alice her cell phone, which is dead.
2: It is a poor craftsman who blames his tools.
1: That tool was supposed to tell me if the ghost appeared.
2: Were you expecting to see a ghost? I told you it was almost certainly one of the children. I was also led to believe you would put an end to this. The two of you really ignored this mess? The toys just got up and walked around the room on their own then? In a matter of speaking... I'm calling Mr. Belford and getting to the bottom of this. Why didn't you wake me up? You commanded me to shut up. So what? I watched the whole thing. I waved at you quite vigorously. You insisted on sleeping and drooling.
1: Why didn't you say something?
2: You commanded me.
1: Then why are you talking now?
2: Because you can't command me to stop talking. The magic thing only works in relation to the job. If I can't talk, I can't warn you if something is in the room. Now can I? But then
1: why didn't you wake me up if you could talk? I don't like being commanded to do things. But
2: the ghost was in the room. I didn't see a ghost. I was listening to a podcast. If the creature tried to attack you, then I'd be compelled by mystical forces to do something. As it wasn't attacking you, I didn't notice. You're impossible. And you fart in your sleep. Your uncle is on the phone. I suppose you'll try and blame me for this. Yes. Now shut up. No, you can't make me.
1: Hi, Uncle Lawrence. Alice, how are you doing? I'm okay.
2: Do look as though I am yelling at you.
1: I'm sorry? No, no. Appear admonished. Mr. Jameson
2: has agreed for another night for you to catch the creature. Your first night did not go as expected, but it is no matter. His donation <laughs> to the family is increased by the day. Are you looking as though I'm yelling?
1: I'm confused, but yes.
2: I see. I will help you. I am yelling now. It sounds as though I am quite mad. In reality, I am not.
1: Oh, okay. Uncle Lawrence.
2: We'll
1: we'll get that ghost or whatever this time for sure. Asmodeus was just goofing off. It, it won't take more than one night more, I promise. Please stop yelling.
2: Very good. Your mother says hello. Karen has asked me to remind you to pick up some local produce. She would like to make shepherd's pie for Sunday dinner. Have a pleasant rest of your trip. I am hanging up now.
0: Alice had on a very genuine look of surprise on her face, which she attempted to adjust into a nervous discomfort. It wasn't very difficult.
2: I hope that conversation was instructive and beneficial to you.
0: You didn't tell me anything I
1: didn't already know. We'll take care of it. Tonight we put a stop to whatever this is. I guarantee it.
2: That's worthless.
1: Shut up, Aspacius. What? It's your dumb name with an ass face in the middle of it.
2: Language. Ha! I like it. That's a good one. If you... That's the dumbest thing you've ever said, and have you met you? You're an idiot. Did you spend time on that?
1: I liked you better when you were being quiet. Of
2: of course you did. You thought you were passing for professional. She was not.
1: That's it! Look, Mr. Jameson, I'm sure you pride yourself on decorum or manners or whatever, but constantly talking down to everyone doesn't make you better than them. It's just rude and childish. Be the adult in the room if you like, but be an adult about it. We will deal with your problem, quickly. Your behavior and attitude towards us notwithstanding. Now, if you'll excuse us, we have a job to do, and your superior attitude is only getting in my way.
2: I need to get back to my office... Maria will help you if you need anything. Endeavor for self-sufficiency. Please, if you'll excuse me. (laughs) Ha! Dressed down by a little girl.
1: You know what?
2: Good job. Someone needed to put that pompous ass in his place.
1: Takes one to know one. Hi. Oh, hi. Was the mean
3: old lady being mean to you again, Mr. Man?
2: Hello, little lady. She was, but I'll be okay. I am very tough and handsome. You have your little dolly, too. How nice. Hello, dolly. I hate you so much. Me, too.
3: You can talk again. I can. Hooray!
2: Hooray. Yeah, whoopee. Nothing you hate more than the joy of a child, is there?
3: Did you see the ghost,
1: mister? No, because he's useless. I... Oh, drat. What?
2: <sighs> I fell asleep. Maria we are adults so we need to have coffee do you know where we can get coffee
1: what sure follow me
2: lead the way alice a word
1: what what is going on with you
2: shut up you'll get the girl killed
1: what are you talking about
2: she is in danger if you're not very careful that child's life is forfeit how what is it play dumb act natural same thing
3: here we are mr jameson likes coffee too But I'm not allowed to touch the coffee machine. I spilled it one time, and Mr. Jameson got very angry. And it spilled, and it hurt me a lot. But he gave me baby Maria, and I stopped crying.
2: Really? That was sweet of him. Well, Alice, let's get coffee. Or that girl's blood is on your hands.
1: Uh, okay. I love coffee. It tastes good to drink it.
2: Ugh, gross. Go ahead, you drink.
1: Okay, because it's not weird to drink coffee. It's perfectly normal... and safe, right?
2: Drink the stupid coffee!
1: Okay.
3: So what are you going to do to catch the ghost?
2: I have a plan, but I'm afraid I need your help. It will be very dangerous, Maria. I'm going to need you to be very, very brave.
0: I can be brave. Really brave? Where is he going with this? So brave.
2: Okay, close your eyes Them closed really tight.
1: Asmodeus?
0: Trust me? Asmodeus gingerly picks up the girl from the floor. She seems completely trusting as the vampire bares his teeth.
4: (sighs) Asmodeus, stop it! Don't you dare hurt her! Holy shit, a vampire!
0: Gotcha! Asmodeus cruelly drops the young girl who lands on her feet and looks up at Asmodeus as he backhands her doll, Baby Maria, across the room. I hate evil dolls!
4: Asmodeus, the doll? Eat shit. Fuck what? I'll skull fuck your head. Language. Asmodeus, that's why you didn't wake me up. Because it wasn't a ghost?
0: Yes, very clever. I'm very proud of you. Not really relevant right now. Also not actually proud of you.
1: Asmodeus, I'm gonna-
0: In the confusion, Alice momentarily loses focus and a knife goes flying at her face, stopping just short by embedding in Asmodeus' hand. (laughs) Because it had a knife last night.
1: You said you didn't see it.
0: I say a lot of things. I was trying to get the drop on it. Oh, my turn. Alice deftly rips the knife from Asmodeus' hand.
1: Ow, you didn't
0: have the twist on the way out. Yes, I did. She flings the knife at the doll, clipping it by the arm against the hallway wall.
1: Quit whining.
0: You see how she is? You see how mean she is? I just saved
2: her life and she gets mad at me for it.
1: But it was really cool how she threw it.
2: It wasn't all that cool.
1: Asmodeus, stop complaining. We have to take this thing to Jameson and show him not to doubt me.
2: Show him what, that you almost let the girl die whining to me?
1: I thought you were going to eat her.
2: I wasn't. I just know if I kill some little kid, you'll tell Mina or Marjorie on me,
0: because you are such a little tattletale.
3: You saved me? Thank you, lady. Sure, kid.
0: It's what I do. Yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen, Alice Belford, hunter and hero. She has spent her life preparing to protect the innocent from evil and darkness, and for what may be one of the few times ever, she gets thanked for her important work. You're
3: my hero. Can you teach me how to throw knives like that? Probably shouldn't.
2: You obviously shouldn't.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's true. I mean, you can order them online and practice sometime. I mean, when you're older. Much older. Never mind, don't do that. N- knives are dangerous?
2: Good job. Very after-school
0: special. Now, about that doll, uh, where is it? Oh, damn it, we forgot about that where previously was an evil possessed doll tacked to a wall, is just the small arm of a doll with a middle finger raised. Cheeky little monster.
1: Can you track it?
2: Not really. It smells like a toy.
1: What about Maria?
2: She smells like a kid. Cookies and dirt. And blood. Ew. Don't be offended. All people do.
1: Ew. Asmodeus, shut up. Listen. Answer me, then shut up again. What? If the doll smells like Maria, can you track it by her scent?
2: Oh... Yes? (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. You're lucky I'm amazing.
3: You're lucky she's smart enough to know what to do. Thanks, kid.
0: I'm officially over this trip. Come on, it went this way.
1: Okay, we can't really leave you behind, so stay behind me, okay, Maria? Okay.
0: Asmodeus leads Alice and Maria down the hall to where the doll lies in wait.
4: What the fuck are you?
0: I'm surprised you didn't complain sooner.
4: If I didn't think that shitstick and his girlfriend would catch on, I'd have started screaming yesterday. What are you and what are you doing in my head? Can anyone,
0: anyone, please just act like a professional? I have a job here. I narrate, therefore I am, okay? Everyone wants to take a shot at the voice guy. Sure, why not you too?
4: Panties a little twisted, aren't they?
0: You shut up. I'm sick of it. Everyone picks on me. Cry some
4: more, why don't you?
0: He's hiding in a cupboard. Asmodeus, go get him.
4: What? You can do
0: that? Apparently.
4: You butt kisser, you won't get me. Get off my face! I've killed bigger guys than you, dickwagger. Language. Eat shit.
2: Get off!
4: (laughs) Don't throw it,
1: hold
2: it! Give me a second, I'm trying to grow an eye back. I want it to be bluer this time. If I concentrate, I might get like a Ziggy Stardust thing going on here.
3: Here he comes! Fuck you!
0: The doll charges towards Alice, its tiny legs pumping, fueled by unholy hatred and just terrible, terrible garbage language. Alice places an arm to protect Maria and adopts one of her many fighting stances. The monster lunges forward, leaping inches into the air, still several feet from Alice. It lands awkwardly, arises, and begins running again. Huh, I guess those tiny little legs make it hard to run.
4: Come over here, ass, But
0: face. Yeah, stop. Alice, with little effort, launches the knife at the doll, who goes to leap out of the way, but has nowhere near the speed or agility to avoid it.
4: Shit, ass!
0: The doll is impaled to the floor, its one good arm flailing uselessly. You did it, lady. She got lucky.
1: Don't be a papoosa ass. Language, and the word is pompous. Don't be a pompous patootie. That's probably okay. Aw, Alice has a fan. So what about the doll?
4: Oh, fuck you, puff rubbers!
2: There, all done. Head comes off and it's over.
1: Removing the head kills almost everything.
2: Good. Can we go?
1: Yeah, I guess. We can toss it in the fireplace in the hall. Thank you for saving me, Miss Belford. You can call me Alice. We're friends, not business
3: associates. Okay. Thank you, Alice. I helped. Yeah, I guess. Wanna be pen pals? No. Not you. Alice? Uh,
0: sure. Another innocent life saved. Another nefarious monster put down. And the world is a little safer thanks to Alice Belford the Hunter. And? Pretty much just her. I killed the monster. I found the monster. Hell, if I wasn't here, she never would have found that thing. And no one else knows that. So it's just like you did nothing at all. This whole thing is stupid, and I hate you. And that brings me such joy. Good night, listeners. Until next time.
4: Hey, butt itchers. Listen to Friend of the Family on Strange and Unusual Podcast, or else will shove your foot up your own butt. We're on the internet at snu.wts. Oh, and review us on iTunes, assheads, you pukes.